Hola, guerreras. Welcome to the Painter Files Podcast. This is episode 58. I am your host, Shuar Blake. Enjoy the ride. So today is a big day for me. I'm getting my next tattoo, actually. I'm getting arte. Uh, on my fingers, on my left hand actually, on like the bottom section of my hand, my fingers. Um, it's uh, A-R-T-E, <laughs> it just means art, but it's, uh, it's in uh, Spanish. It's just been such an influence, Spanish has just been such an influence in my life for so long, as well, you know, Portuguese obviously, but I've just always, I've always loved it. Uh, back when I used to go as Jay as a painter, I uh, used to have, the other one was Jay Yum Vendor, which uh, Jay is a painter <laughs> also. And I've just, I don't know, there's, there's certain emotions you can't quite, you can't quite manifest in English. I feel like art feels like such a flat word. Arte feels just kind of alive and vivid, like uh, like stained glass. <laughs> so I've been looking at fonts all night, trying to figure out what's the best font to do. I think I'm probably just gonna go with like a typewriter, you know? Like there's just something, it makes me think of like all the great books I've ever read and how I've imagined them being typed up and kind of made to manifest via, you know, someone sitting at a corner table, pounding away at the type of thing that goes on with the typewriter, the little whiteouts. I remember, like, writing all these things as a kid, like, before everybody was doing computers, or before I had a computer anyways, and I would type everything up as a little kid with this giant, huge monster typewriter. And I remember ours was green, and it came in a little case. You pop it out, and then... And it was just so... I don't know, there's something really magical about it. I don't know that I feel that way when I write with a computer, honestly. There's something about writing stuff by hand, and then there's something about, like, typing things. It's just beautiful. It has this kind of characteristic to it that... It's not organic, but it just feels, it feels like block printing. In a way, I guess it is like block printing. All the little, all the little typewriter ink ribbon stuff and all the little stamps just hitting and falling. And it's just, I don't know. There's just something really beautiful about it. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I've been coming up with this idea recently because I've had these commissions I have to do before this uh, this week's over. So I've got one commission specifically that's got to get done. And that's for these shoes. Uh, the shoes have a lot of kind of like iconography on them, 
and they're very like DC based and they're kind of, they're really beautiful. It's like a beautiful idea. I'm just, I don't know why I've been dragging my feet. Our kitchen flooded over the weekend. So that like really just threw me completely off. Like my energy was all off and I was tired. And then I got a new tattoo, which looks really awesome. And I just, I don't know, man, I've been tired. I've been trying to just not sit down in the studio, which I need to just do. I need to just sit down and just do it and be done with it. Do like a shoe a day. I'm very fast as paint, with painting. As you know, I am very, very quick when I want to be. And I've got this huge painting that I want to work on right now. And I feel guilty because like, I want to just kind of jump on that. And I know if I start doing it, it's gonna take me longer to do these shoes. And I promised Guy I was gonna get them done this weekend. So by next week, they'll be completely done. And Alex's birthday is Monday, so, uh, or Alex's birthday is Tuesday. So I gotta make sure that like, I get it all done. And I'm gonna, it's just kind of tiring is all. It's weird how the brain works, particularly when you're like artistic and you make all this kind of, all these little cool little things, you don't realize like how much, how much it just kind of, it sits in your mind and it takes all this time on you. I think the weird part is like, well it's not weird, but the guy wants like, on the toes of the shoes, the guy wants like some famous faces. And I think the faces is probably the main thing that I think is going to slow me out because he wants it to look like a pop art thing. So I don't have to do a lot of details. I just have to get the right characteristics and then kind of, it's really the face, like the skin on the face. One is really famous, uh, one's Chuck Berry um, and the other is Marion Berry. So it's, it's not difficult to do either of these two men. It's just a question of, I worry because it's like a leather paint so I'm not exactly sure how it's gonna dry. So I have to kind of do like, how many layers I'm gonna have to do when I do it and everything else. So I'm a little nervous, but I think I'll be okay. I think it's just a nervous thing that happened. And then I got hit with about, and then I, then I was asked about a commission by a friend of mine. So I'm excited about that one because that one's actually gonna be pretty cool. And then in addition to that, I'm trying to make uh, some another commission for a job where I'm going to be making some, some postcards. So I've got all these things that I need to do. And I want to get them done before my birthday, but my birthday is on the 18th of March. So I don't know exactly how that's going to work. But I plan on doing all of it. The cards might take me a little longer, uh, like the actual like card cards might take a while. The postcards are not hard. I just gotta all I gotta do is do some some illustrations, some watercolor illustrations of like bikes. So I don't think that will be hard at all. I don't know what the business card one's gonna be like. So we haven't really talked about it. I was just kind of inferred upon. Uh, what it would cost and how long it would take and stuff like that. So I'm excited. I'm just tired. My brain, my brain gets tired. It's silly that way. And then just everything else, man. 
I had this super weird interaction with this lady who essentially asked me not to use uh, I've probably already talked about this but it still sticks with me she asked me not to use the Afro-Latinx history tag on my on my art which felt super weird because I am Afro-Latinx so but she's doing it during Black History Month so it's apparently it's, it's messing with her social media block that she's trying to put out so she asked me nicely after she kind of came at me about it and it's just kind of frustrating we live we live in this culture where like particularly being Latino and our Latino at that is that a lot of times we've not been we're forgotten via social interactions. Uh, not even social interactions. We're not represented in any type of media. Like, there are there are Afro-Latinos in, like, every Latin American country. From Chile to Argentina to Mexico to, fuck, Spain, Portugal, Brazil. Brazil's, like, 90%. Uh... And it's just, you know, Peru, Guatemala, all these places. And it's it's weird because you meet people. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a indigenous Mexican. And she's always catching shit from people, too, who are from Mexico. Who are like, you're Mexican? And she's like, yeah, I'm indigenous. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, I never met any indigenous people. And they're like, so you don't know about things, but you come with, like, this fire about it. And it's just crazy, because it's like, what is wrong with you people? Like, I'm not expecting you to know everything, but I'm also not expecting you to feel like you have the power to then come at people in such a rude way. Like, that's that's nuts to me. That just seems like maybe get your shit together type of thing. Uh, it's just crazy. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all shouldn't be done. People should be better about shit like this. I feel kind of bad. In the middle, well, not really in the middle, after I'd gotten my sweet, sweet finger tattoos, <laughs> I, uh, I was hanging out with my, my good friend, my longtime good friend, Seven, and his apprentice. And I'm really bad with names, so I'm sorry. Apprentice. <laughs> but she's very talented, and she showed me her sketchbook, and she did a really good job. Seven looks at me, and he goes, give her something to draw, because she's got to learn how to draw all types of stuff. Because if she's going to be a tattoo artist, she's got to be able to draw stuff on the fly and it's gonna be weird and it's gonna be strange and different styles and it's just kind of like it's a it's a practice in in the futility of being prepared for something that you can't be prepared for so I had her look through my sketchbook that I had on hand and she she liked it and I was like cool well this is a thing I've been working on for a little while and it is I am doing uh old school kind of I've been playing with old school um, arcade machines and drawing them as illustrations. 
because I'm strange and I like weird things. <laughs> and from that, uh, Seven goes, yeah. Uh, so old school ar- arcade machine uh, on fire, which I'm just like, geez, that's gotta be difficult to do. She's doing black and white. And he goes, uh, neo-traditional, which is kind of like an old school style of tattooing. And like a new version of an old school version. Uh, and I'm just like, wow, this kid's screwed. And I ask him about it a couple days later and he goes, damn, he goes, yeah, you kind of broke her with that one. She's kind of, she kind of got lost and fell off for a little bit. It may have, it may have been too complicated. And then I thought about it and I was like, how old is this kid? And then I'm like, oh my God, you're like, you were barely alive. Like when arcades were born, she was born in like 2014, 2000, not 2014, like 2004. So it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, you know, to then do all that. So I've been working on this little project where I'm going to make one. I'm going to, I'm basically painting what I said to her. But in my style, not a neo-traditional, I don't, I'm not a tattoo artist, I'm not going to pretend to be one. Um, so yeah, I'm making one, and it's, it's kind of cool actually, it looks, it's silly, I made like a Pac-Man, but I made it Pac-Man, uh, so the A has a, has like a, uh, an apostrophe over it, I forget what it's actually called in, in language. Um, and so I have the ghost kind of more the way I do like my popsicle people. My popsicle, uh, eye popsicles, so the ghosts have one eye and two eyes, and they've got, like, the wiggles underneath, and Pac-Man's still just Pac-Man. I couldn't really change Pac-Man too much with it still looking like Pac-Man, but I like it, you know, and I made it on fire, which I haven't done in a long time. I haven't done fire in a very long time as far as watercolor and illustration go. So, I like how it turned out, actually. It's funny, like, you do all these things as an artist to try and get stuff going, and it never really occurs to you that the art that you make, it it touches and affects people, and people contemplate, and they, they put a lot of effort and work into trying to not necessarily do what you do, but they do what they do. You know, you may inspire people, you may make people question about how they make stuff, you may do all these kind of interesting little factoids that change the world in a way, in very subtle ways. So I guess that's kind of what I've been doing recently, I've just been kind of making and planning and putting these kind of things in my mind, and trying to figure out the best way to kind of just let them be alive and fully flow functionality. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, My loving wife, Alec, is going to have a birthday on Tuesday. So I will not be putting out a video, uh, most likely a YouTube video this week. Uh, But, you know, this is a late... (laughs) This is a late version of my podcast of The 58. So... I don't know. I feel like this is really fun and kind of beautiful. And I'm happy I did it. And I'm enjoying the silliness of it. Because the silliness feels like my silliness. That's what I want. I don't want to be much else. 
mean, I'll happily be other things, but I like being silly. I've also hidden my water glass on the other side of the room because I have two water glasses that I'm using for paint right now for my watercolor. So one glass is so I can wash my brush and the other glass is so that I can take clean water and then mix, dip my paint in those. It keeps my paints clean, it keeps my water clean, it keeps my brush clean, it does all these things. And you know, the soaps and all that stuff. So I'm trying to be a little cleaner with some of my colors. Uh, but I like my dirty colors though, I'm not gonna lie. Like my dirty colors are very much like me. They're gruff and they're messy. I like being gruff and messy. It works for me. Okay. Well, this has been episode 58 of the Painter Painter Files podcast. I love you all very much. I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, If you're getting snow, tell me what you're doing during the snow days. If you're not getting snow and it's raining like a motherfucker, tell me about what you're doing at that. Hell, maybe you're having a warm, beautiful day. Um, Let me know. Yeah. I just like conversations. Uh, Also, please check out my podcast. Um, I'll put a link in the description so that you can get to it because I'm an adult and because I make occasional adult content, or as my mother once called it, I paint the bosoms um, on occasion. They have labeled me as an adult, so you have to... (laughs) You have to use the link to find my page. I am not searchable. Um, And then, yeah, check out the YouTube page and listen to old podcasts and all these things. Check out my website. There's there's a plethora of possibilities. All right, guys. Um, My sweet and wonderful Galeras. Thank you so much. You make my day. You make my life. Uh, My beard is going gray, (laughs) which makes me want to think about cutting it off. Um, and yeah, have a good day. I am, as always, your painter host. And I'm making up a new phrasing that doesn't work for this. (laughs) Painter out. Ciao. Bye.